Hello and welcome to Sacred Heart Radio. I'm Father Michael Delcom, pastor of our community, and I'm grateful you've joined us today. Before we dive into today's message, I want to thank you for your support. At Sacred Heart, we're super excited about our mission to encounter Jesus and become missionary disciples. None of this would be possible without the incredible generosity and dedication of our supporters like yourself. Whether it's through prayer, time, or financial contributions, you allowed us to carry out our mission and touch the lives of countless individuals. If our ministry has helped you along the way, either with this podcast or with our online streaming, please consider financially partnering with us if you're not doing so already. We want to continue our virtual presence in an ever-challenging world, and your support allows us to do that. You can visit shbrusard.org and click the Give button. There you can find ways to support and partner with us on our mission. Another way to support us in our mission is just to share this content with others. Again, on behalf of our team, thank you for listening today. Let's get to today's content as we grow together. So maybe you're familiar with uh, the plight of a leper. Our first reading tries to explain it a little bit to us so that we can be reacclimated. If someone was found with this skin disease, uh, they were to go to the priest and he was to examine them. And if he, they were found with leprosy, they were to be labeled unclean. For us and all our intensive purposes, what that meant was they were unable to enter into the temple to worship God. I.e., there was a disconnect between a person's ability to worship God and therefore be whole, be connected to their creator. There are many other ways that would make you unclean, right? Um, We know just when a woman is in her menstrual cycle, that would make her unclean like blood when um, someone would maybe touch a pig or eat swine, eat pork, that would make them unclean because they considered pork unclean animals. And there were various other things that would make people unclean. They had to go through ceremonial washings to make themselves clean to enter into the temple. But if you had leprosy, clearly you could not go and wash your hands of this disease. There was a perpetual inability to worship God. Even so, if you can imagine the plight of a leper, they had to live on the outside of the community where no one could be around them. And if they would, be, if they would come close to anyone, they would have to call out loud, unclean, unclean. Someone's coming, get out the way so that they would not be touched. Because if someone touched a leper, they would become unclean themselves. Let me say that again. If someone touched a leper they would become unclean and they would have to go through ceremonial washings to be able to worship God. So with that setting, you can imagine the life of a leper was very lonely, was very isolating, very disconnected. They were an alien, ostracized. And here comes Jesus, and this leper clearly had heard about Jesus, had heard about the many miracles that Jesus was performing. And it says he knelt down in front of Jesus... He's already pushing the limits. And he said, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus, if you will, you can restore me and my ability to worship God, to go into the temple. Make me clean. Now, this is important. When we're praying and we're reflecting on God, who is God? How do we understand God? How do we understand the heart of God? Sometimes when we say Jesus, 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 we kind of lose sight that Jesus is God, incarnate, 
When we see Jesus working, we see God working for they're the same person. So Jesus, rather than being repulsed by the leper, rather than running away from the leper, Jesus, it says, is moved with mercy. And Jesus reaches out his hand and touches the leper. It says, I do will it be made clean. And I want us to just grasp what we are hearing. Jesus is allowing himself under the law to become unclean. Mercy moved Jesus to touch this man. For those who are clean, nothing is unclean, right? God sees with perfect, pure eyes. God's heart loves with perfect, pure love. God, um, sin doesn't change God. God changes those who have sin. It was believed that leprosy was probably a cause of the person's sin. And so as Jesus extends himself as he touched the leper, I want you to see and hear God wanting to extend himself to those who are ostracized, to those who are on the outskirts, to those who are disconnected from God. That's who Jesus is. He's the bridge between God and man. And so what does that have to do with us practically? Let's talk about two things. One, let's talk about other people because it's always more comfortable to talk about other people, right? Let's talk about other people. So um, you did not choose the family you were born into, right? Some of you would have probably actually chosen different families to be born into, but you, you couldn't choose the family you were born into. You were just born into them. And for good or bad, maybe some of you were born into a family uh, that shared with you, that passed on to you, and maybe you inherited um, some of your family's traits that maybe aren't always life-giving. Maybe your family passed on to you some racism. Maybe your family just talked about other people, maybe other people with a different color skin, other people from different countries, other people that talk different. And maybe you inherited that, and so you see yourselves as different from them, whoever them are. And so they are perhaps on the outskirts. They're alien. Or maybe you grew up in a family who maybe um, had a hard time um, associating with people from a different socioeconomic background. You really wouldn't spend time. You really wouldn't associate. You really wouldn't want to go out. You really wouldn't spend time with people who maybe are disenfranchised or impoverished. Or maybe um, you are of a pro certain political persuasion and you certainly would not want to fraternize with people of another political persuasion. Maybe there are people in your family and friends that you just, you just don't talk to because of the decisions they've made and just because of where they are in life or maybe they have a certain sexual orientation and maybe they've, they've come out publicly with that and you just don't know what to do with it and so you don't spend time with them. You, when you're around them, it's kind of awkward and whatever that may be, right? Whatever that may be. Perhaps we treat people in our lives, certain groups of people, certain types of people, certain kinds of people, like, le 
those who had leprosy were treated in Jesus' day. We just kind of keep them on the edge. And when we're around them, they feel like a leper feels. I'm unclean. And you don't want to be around me. You definitely don't want to touch me. We definitely don't have a whole lot of interaction. And we certainly can't worship God together. Just want you to think about how Jesus responded to that leper and how he might be challenging us to respond to those people in our life who maybe we put on the fringe, who maybe we feel uncomfortable approaching, touching, talking to. Who are those people? How might Jesus be challenging us today? Now let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. I definitely have um, friends. I have people that I talk to that um, they have found a convenient way. They would never articulate it this way, but they found a convenient way to keep God far off. And it sounds like this. God would never want to be associated with me because of what I have done. If God would only know all the things I've done, if God would only know my history, if God would only know the things I'm doing right now or the decisions I'm making, he would never want to have anything to do with me. And there's almost an inability to conceive of God in me being close because of what I've done. And so it's a convenient way to keep God at a distance. See, sometimes it can be comfortable being on the edge Maybe it's our sin, maybe it's our our past, maybe it's our history, maybe it's our dispositions, but maybe there's things in us that we, um, we judge as leprous, untouchable. But what does today's gospel say about Jesus and what does he say, it say about his love for you You see, our sin doesn't affect God in the same way that it affects us. God doesn't become unclean by touching our sin. No, God actually heals and changes us. And so, what is it maybe about our life that maybe we are afraid or what is it about Jesus' love today in the gospel that could potentially open a door for us to trust that God is not afraid of our brokenness. God is not afraid of what we are afraid of. And maybe we can go to God courageously and say, Jesus, if you will it, you can make me clean. If you will it, you can approach this brokenness in me that I don't know what to do with, I don't even want to deal with, and maybe you can help me. So there was a community of believers, and they would all worship God together. But there were these groups of people who were on the outskirts unclean, unclean. But certainly there are people within the community that people in their own mind would judge unclean without saying it. There's certainly people in our own community who we, in our own minds and hearts, we judge as unworthy, unclean, unacceptable. 
It creates pockets. It creates divisions. It creates walls within our family, within our church community, within our, our greater community. How is the love of Jesus today in the gospel challenging us? The goal of a disciple is to be like Jesus. It first starts with us. We have to let him come close to us and touch the parts of our life that we consider unapproachable. Then maybe when we experience the love of God in our own life, maybe then with the heart of Christ, we can go out to other people and not see them as so different from us, but see them as someone God wants to love through us. Let's pause for a moment. What's the leprosy in you? Who's out there also, number two, that maybe we treat like a leper? And how is Jesus' heart trying to challenge us to change?